No, no, it's fine. You can oh, say okay. it. Okay. Hi. <laughs> and welcome back to the 60th installment of Kids Eat Toe Sometimes. Sheesh. Welcome. With art without the arthritis. How about that? Shout out to my mom who's had a hip replacement. Some would say she needs a personality adjustment slash replacement, but uh, that's neither here nor there. We wish her a speedy recovery from the Kets family yeah. it seems and like- my family. She's <laughs> related to me. It seems like hip replacements are all the rage. My dad also just got one. Yeah. If you haven't had your hip replaced. What are you doing? Honestly. Not pumping. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Anyways. This is yes. off to a sordid start. Mm-hmm. So often the podcast does start like this. And we've got a, not a special guest, but a new employee. The first... Actually, no, we've had many Kets employees. We've had many Kets employees. None of which have been successful. His surname ends in Holmes. Yeah, it's a family <laughs> business, so he's at the back there. You obviously can't see him because that's just not how cameras work. He waving? But he's waving meekly. <laughs> um, he's a great addition to the team. He was early, which is big for me. I, I can't stand people that aren't on time. I'm going to take a video. Are you going to film them? Yeah, we can see Rupert in the back. There we go. <laughs> Little wave. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. But yeah, so... You know, it's a family business. So my dad, Rupert, always said growing up that he'd like to be part of the family business. And as you know, podcasting is uh, it's a big family. Thank God we weren't doctors because, <laughs> yeesh, that would have been tough. But Chloe, how are you? How have you been? I'm good. I'm I'm doing good. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling all right. That's um, just my head. And my head is like TikTok. <laughs> and then you get to the next song. My head Sam, is a jungle. What, what jungle. Before the, before the podcast. Do you want to hear something terrifying? Do you want to sure. know my scream time was last week? What? Seven hours. No. Out your grinding. Seven hours? Yeah. That was my screen time during lockdown. Oh, wow. When I was depressed. Are you okay? What's your screen time there, Rupert? You you gen, you young guy? I switch it off. He switches it off. Oh. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. (laughs) Hate the app that tracks you. That's a that's that's the worst when you're with a group of friends. And then I I dread this and I keep my screen time down for this exact moment. Oh, when they compare. You're sitting at brunch and everyone goes, what's your screen time? And everyone pulls them out. And it's so shameful. Because other people are like an hour, two hours, three yeah. and a half. Everyone's like, damn, that's I have a lot. That... You're sitting there with seven. You're like, do I lie? Do I tell the truth? You lie. I have that shame when guys are comparing dick sizes and urinals. It's a similar game. <sighs> but there, if you had seven, that would be impressive. I find my screen time is directly the inverse. <laughs> <laughs> Wowee, my head is a jungle, <laughs> jungle. Well, anyway, we're having you, fun. Yeah, and that's. You, we hope you've had a fun week. Sue, so, I saw that Kets is charting <laughs> number six in comedy interviews, and guess where? Where? We chat about it. That we we chat about it. This we chatted about this country probably like a year and a half ago. Burkina Faso. Great place, never been. Mm-hmm. Um, great for 13-year-olds because you can, le- get this, legally buy alcohol at the age of 13. I've said it before, I'll say it again, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> That's crazy town. Imagine that, like, hmm, I just got my pen license. A drink, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> How's about a little uh, nightcap before school tomorrow? <laughs> PE is going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, so funny do you think alcohol would be allowed at their school events can you imagine like grade 8 a week like yeah, orientation <laughs> prize winner just gets a bottle of champagne <laughs> squirting it in the grade 5 like do you, do you think that you're allowed alcohol with like your lunch 
Just take the edge off. Mm, Imagine yeah. that. Jeez, I had a foot. For double Afrikaans. Imagine. Double maths was Lit. tough. No, maths lets would, you don't, those are, those are the drug users, not the, <laughs> <laughs> only joking. But we've got a lot of news to dive into. And again, people say it. What is happening in the world when they don't have a Kets episode? Mm-hmm. So we're here to bring you hard hitting news or, or news about the news we've read, I think. That's more accurate. Like in terms of journalism, we do very little work. We're thinking of getting Rupert out in the field, um, but he's got a cricket match, so he said that clashes with that clashed with Sona. So you know, <laughs> it's, it is about priorities. But we've just had the the budget speech. We did. What did you rate it out of ten? Overrated or underrated? Smash um, or pass? Double it or give it to the next person? <laughs> double and give it to the uh, next. And give country. it to the next. <laughs> Would you like to double the budget speech and give it to the next person, or do you want to spend all that money? Um, spend it. Imagine we just had like a TikToker who, who was the minister. Of <laughs> That's my favorite now when they it, do those street interviews and they come up to someone and they're like, um, would you like to donate to this charity? And the guy's just like, he's, he's, yeah, double it and pass it to the next person. I love the one where it was on Valentine's Day and someone was doing it with roses. And then he was like, watch. do you want to take this rose or double it? She's like, take it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think it was Good Hope FM. Mm, I, uh, that was awkward. Shout out to our brothers in radio, even mm. though we don't do radio. No, that was a, a useless mm-hmm. shout out. But, but the Minister of Finance, Enoch Gondongwana, is a certified G, and I don't say that based on what his financial plans are or you know his university degrees, of which I'm sure he has many. Mm-hmm. I just say that because I saw him naked. In a change room, <laughs> and if you cre- if you connected that anaconda to the grid, there would be no load shedding. Let me, t- <laughs> let me tell you that much. I just and I kept looking at him because I knew this was someone famous, and I couldn't work it out. You were saying he's either he's either the minister of finance or what, like a football coach? <laughs> oh yeah, like a, like a, a big time football coach. Because I was like, you see this guy on TV. Who is he? Who is he? And then just while he was getting up and like drying his balls, I thought. That's the Minister of Finance. <laughs> I didn't actually. There was a TV this above story, him. This Our gym has TVs. And there was a TV above him. And it was it was him. And I was like, that's pretty freaky. Oh, yeah. And I thought of speaking to him. But you can't approach a man naked. Oh, but that's imagine. A, that's an unwritten rule. Imagine. Unless you're gay. Then you must do that pretty frequently, I imagine. What? If you're gay. Approach naked men. If you're a gay man. Okay. I mean... Hopefully it'll be with clothes on. <laughs> well, not if they're your partner. Oh, yeah. That's what I was getting at. Okay, I th- just meant like random naked men. It's like, I don't no. think that's appropriate. No, no, no. This is not porn up, Chloe. Come on, get your... Um... <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, oh, so where were we? The budget speech. Imagine, yeah. imagine asking him at the gym. <laughs> what do you plan to chit-chat about? What would he have said to you? Shut up, cracker. I run this shit. That's what he said. Or he would have said that, I'm pretty sure. Um, But no, he seems like a good guy. I just like how he was lifting before the budget speech. Getting that pump on. Exactly. So if anyone, they were like, points of order, points. He's like, do you even fucking lift, bro? I'm I'm Enoch, son. Look at these guns. (sighs) He was doing cardio. Like a pussy. I've I've seen, I won't know names, but um, a couple well-known people go to the gym. And it is just so interesting to see people that you idolize work out. I think it just completely demystifies them because you realize they're just like me. (laughs) 
That's true. You see them on the treadmill, you're like, same. I, I like when girls do that leg thing. Oh. You know, when they're doing that thing, like that with their leg. Because you go, they're working on their bum. <laughs> what do you mean you like when girls do that? It's aspirational. It's in the same way I like it when I, when I see a guy, um, preacher curling, working on his buys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now you're out of pocket for that. Way out of pocket. <laughs> what do you gain? <laughs> booty gains. It's all about booty gains in 2023. Okay, let's get back to the budget speech. You know the one I'm talking about. But so, yeah, the budget speech delivered on Wednesday, 22nd of Feb. Kind of irrelevant that. I hate it when people tell me, I'm like, it's like when this is my dad's friend's friend. I don't care. But anyway, the brief overview is that it was utterly useless, said one member of parliament, which I thought was funny because they started doing the interviews outside of there. He's like, this is useless. Um, so that was a hot take that you didn't have to get from Ketz. Mm-hmm. But again, it focused a lot on state-owned enterprises and businesses like ESCOM and how it was going to bail them out. Billions of rand spent towards ESCOM, which... That, that, was, that <laughs> was something that I thought was quite interesting, is that, that they're going to be... The government is going to be doing proposing a total debt relief of 254 billion rand. That they're going to roll out over three years, which is like half of ESCOM's debt. Yeah. It's crazy. I always thought too big to fail was what you said to someone that was fat at McDonald's, but turns out it's um, it's about parastatals. <laughs> you just too wild as if this. No, no um, but ESCOM is too big to fail. SAA was too big to fail until it failed. Yeah. Which I. I they always too. And you're not too big to fail. Big to fail until they fail. So ESCOM's got 254 billion rand over the next three years. And the, it's always like, where does the money come from? That's what I'm thinking. Rupert, the, is money real? <laughs> he shakes his head. No, the, the joke's on us because the money is coming from us. Not me, son. Inflation is up. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, pay your taxes. When does a new tax year start? No. Ooh. <clears throat> you got to wear that. Submit your tax return. This is your this is your reminder. Yeah. But so you know we we win, we live in a country of winners and losers. It's very easy to support the Springboks because they win, and you know Bafana Bafana you don't watch because they lose. It's that simple. So, <laughs> do you have some winners and losers from the budget speech that we can quickly chat on? Sure. Um, winners, Escom. Duh. Big time. And the investors. Um, apparently, consumers who can afford solar installations. Oh, yes. They're rich. <laughs> but it's such nonsense. You get money back. But you know how expensive are solar panels? Another good winner, which we like to see, are welfare grant recipients. See. Obviously, in a you know deeply complex, divided country like South Africa, you've got a lot of people that are struggling. And welfare grants, of course, aid that so that's gone up i think was by about five or six percent which is honestly like if you look at the srd grant which is 350 rand increasing that by five percent is virtually nothing and honestly just seems like i know it's like kind of in line with inflation yeah but listen like to cru- this people like cruelly in line with inflation this just in a steri stumpy costs 18 rand are you fucked in the head how can <laughs> How can chocolate milk cost 18 rand? What does a liter of milk cost? 
I don't know. I don't know either. I just swipe. I, <laughs> I think that two liters is 24 rand. So how can a little stereo stump be? And you know, apparently that's the blood milk. I heard someone in the yes. industry, <gasps> they say it's the blood milk and they just put the chocolate in there. <laughs> that strawberry one, unaltered, no artificial sweeteners there. Explain the banana one. That defies logic. <laughs> I don't know how they get that banana taste. Stereo somebody's going to come after us for slander. We, and, and they're going to come to our Instagram DM and we were like, please sponsor us. <laughs> but I saw someone willingly order a bubblegum Stereo Stumpy. And if that's you, you, you got to check yourself because that just doesn't make any sense to me. Who wakes up in the morning and chooses that level of violence? <laughs> well, back that to the finance a, budget. That is a gross Stereo Stumpy. And in terms of the losers, it's a long list. It's us. <laughs> it, it, well, that is. It's most South Africans. So there's downward economic growth, household consumption, exports and imports. I'm just saying things now. Do they make sense? Not really. But um, debt servicing costs will rise. That's not good. Power shortages are likely to persist. That's not good. And, you know, our unemployment rate currently sits at 32.9%. So if you were the group of friends and the three of you, one of, even if you say you have a job, you're probably unemployed. <laughs> Can't argue with numbers, baby. Yeah. Which, I mean, that rate is even more depressing because that's people actively looking for work. Well, look at it. Employed, employed, unemployed. Until today. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. You see, one in three. So check your friends. And if you two of them have jobs, chances are it's you. And then, of course, the drinkers and the smokers, the evil in the world, they also lost out. This because is just because you've been having a, well, it's a dry extended January. Dry for life, baby. Never <laughs> touch the stuff. But I love how it's called syntax. Do you like that, Rupert? It's a sin. Imagine, they, do you think there's syntax on condoms? No. Are you being serious? Condom, condoms are safe sex. You're still a sinner unless you put a ring on it that's not me that's your boy jesus christ <laughs> i'm just quoting at this stage of the game imagine that jeez these condoms are expensive guess i'll have a less expensive child for 18 years <laughs> children are also expensive but a can of beer will cost 10 cents more um you know so if you're drinking a lot of beer that'll hurt you while a, a pack of 20 cigarettes will rise 98 cents Sheesh. aka a rand <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> just in case you're struggling with that conversion so i, I mean a, a rand is a lot it is yeah as as we've seen i so obviously that i just want to know how much craft beer is going up it's probably like 10 rand craft beer is one of the things i've never got in this world it's because you a uh, hot take it's because you're not a millennial Craft beer is literally made for millennials. It is. It's something they, to talk they, about. It's something to take your attention away from your anxiety, mm -hmm. uh, your crippling debt, as was mentioned in the budget, um, and just the pro probable, probable fact that you've maybe got a child by now or are living with your parents. It's, it's one of the two. <laughs> you are the child or you're having children. <laughs> got that the rate of poisoning. <laughs> We'll chat about him now, even though the scriptwriters of the show have said it's out to their scum. It's the biggest interview of the year. Andre Dorator. Okay, I mean... A tell-all, but no one wants to chat about go, it. Go for it. Chat about it. State capture exists in your home. 
check the people closest to you and what they're getting up to and if they're card-carrying members of the ANC. There's a reason some people get denied entry to Australia. <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about Okay, yeah. but what, what's happening with Dorita? Well, it's it's big time money show talks. Okay. Um, he did a tell all. He basically did a Oprah interview where he he came clean on close to everything. And let me just pick, <laughs> pull up my facts because I just read the first sentence and I was like, we can't keep talking about Escom. Cut it out. But this actually sounds interesting. No, it's it's very. I'll let you talk. There, there are you a should. lot of nuggets from it. So. Okay. Andre Dereta in his interview, this in South Africa, it doesn't happen. Think about it. How often have you heard Cyril Ramaphosa answer questions from journalists? They don't. The it's ANC true. go, this is what we're talking about. We'll maybe handpick an interviewer and this is what's going to happen. Mm. There is not a lot of interface with the public, especially from the president with the big six with important members of South African governments who quite literally change the shape and course of our lives daily. So Andre de Reiter coming out and doing a full-length interview is massive. And it, it had many implications. So he basically is also confirming what's been spoken about a lot mm. in South Africa. Syndicates, crime syndicates controlling ESCOM, stealing from ESCOM, government officials stealing from ESCOM. And it's fine if a reporter from the Daily Maverick says that and everyone goes, whoa. But when so <laughs> the CEO of ESCOM says it, whoa. that's fundamentally different. So... Here yeah. are some of the best nuggets. Okay. So he described ESCOM as a feeding trough, which in itself is damning. He then yeah. went on to say that he had reported this to high-ranking members of the government, the ANC, and that they said, well, it was inevitable that this was going to come out. So they're basically going, we know this is happening, bada, bada, boom. They're basically saying... What do you expect? <laughs> exactly. What do you expect? We're corrupt. He then went into detail about, you know, sort of crime syndicates and how money, a billion rand a month. Mm. And he said it like Afrikaans people, bullion. <laughs> I love it. Bullions. Great show. Bullion Never and hot dogs. And hot dogs. <laughs> and a billion rand a month being stolen yeah. from ESCOM. Yeah. Not what we lose through load shedding, being stolen from ESCOM. That's unfathomable. A billion rand. You can't... Yeah. How many zeros is that? I can't do it. Come to my head. Dead. Anyway. And so that was a big thing he Nine. spoke about. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very refreshing. Then he lost the plot. Then he started coming with... Yeah. He started speaking about how the ANC still address each other as comrade. And it's embarrassing. And international people come in. And they're calling each other comrades. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like... Mm, that's highly opinionated. Yeah. That's not so much what's going on with Escom. Shame. So, Maybe the cyanide has, you know, made him a little bit wonky. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had a poison, an assassination attempt on his it's, life. It, and I mean, it's pretty brave for him to come out with this following an alleged assassination attempt. Yeah. Well, the interviewer then proceeds to ask him, after well, you've said all of this, do you fear being... She doesn't be like, do you fear being assassinated? This chick's South African. She's like, do you fear being murdered? I was like, oh, God damn. And he's like, I will be leaving the country shortly after this interview. Wow. And bringing his own coffee. Yeah. BYOC. But it's, it's crazy Jeepers. time. So he has also said that stage six during winter is highly probable mm -hmm. and maybe worse. 
So we should expect load shedding for longer. And of course, the ANC don't come out and say, this is rubbish, he's making it up, how can you trust him? They, they just, well, I, I suppose that's exactly what they've done. But they, they, don't, <laughs> they don't refute the allegations. They don't say, there's no ways, yeah. this is the proof, he's lying. They, they just attack the him. So um, Prim, um, Pravin Gordon said that the interview was unfortunate and that the rater should keep his political views private and instead focus on load shedding, ending load shedding. Well, that's a great fucking idea for you as well, Pravin. How about you and the ANC get to that as well? The best part of the story is that ESCOM have now put out an advert because the rater has subsequently been fired. He was probably angling towards that anyway. And they're looking for someone with engineering skills (laughs) and at least 15 years of experience in managing big companies. So if that sounds like you, (laughs) if you've got a strong sort of stomach, you can handle being poisoned and, you know, a billion rand leaving your company every month, then apply. Do you know, it's going to be so interesting to see who is appointed and if they match up to those qualifications. Yeah. There's going to be like a cricket coach. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I was mildly involved in politics, yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, that is true. Yeah. But there, that's my, that's my rant on... It's not, it wasn't even a rant on Eskom over. Uh, that was actually, I must say, highly informative. No, the producers of the show wanted to uh, scrap it. No, to be fair, that, like a lot of that information was not in the script. <laughs> yeah, off the top. Was some of it made up? I was reading it. Was tonight. 90% of that what I heard in the sauna? Maybe. Maybe. Do with it what you will. So what else have Do you got? Do we have a bit? We've I, got to come back to some big stories. See. Well, we've, you know, after Johan van der Waal saying, no, 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 I wasn't involved. Um, you know, it's not a conflict of interest. Oh, in South African tourism. Water, water, water with this one billion rand hotspur deal. Yeah. He stood to make 33 million rand by, I, I love this, activating Mm. activating the deal okay he has passive income (laughs) but not a conflict of interest right so he has now officially resigned good for him i mean good yeah not good for him but he's out um who will replace him we don't know um but like we were saying it does seem like the deal is still gonna go ahead um really yeah oh yeah, I'm actually quite happy for it. I, it it now gives me a team to support. <laughs> I don't understand. United till I die. My blood is red. That is your blood is red. I like people. My blood is blue. Chill. Your blood's not blue. Um, but what are you doing, guys? You ain't never left the country. Manchester United till I die. Oh boy. But now with Tottenham <laughs> Hotspur like being sponsored by us, we have to. I'm a Spurs fan. Sign Mario Balotelli and we're in. We're in it. We're winning the league. We're winning tourism. You got to support it. Like, I feel that's what being South African is. You get beat up, you get beat up, and then you're like, okay, fine, we'll do it. Okay. So we're doing it. We did. I'm in. <laughs> so if Tottenham Hotspur could send us some shirts, because I tried to buy a football shirt for someone's birthday the other day. I said, you're not worth 1,200 Rand to me, my friend. And that's not even including Respect. getting an uh, import tax. No, no, you can buy these in the shops. Oh. <laughs> I was, do I pay import tax on this <laughs> from the waterfront? <laughs> I think we are into the import taxes pretty much baked into that. Yeah. Um, My head is But I mean, jungle. maybe we got some suggestions for well, the tourism Well, I board. did write down some suggestions on how to 
um, improve tourism South Africa. So my first one okay. is turn Johannesburg into Dubai. Just make it a transit city okay. and make it weird like Dubai. Let's get some big money into influence, <laughs> pay a grand to get pooped on or whatever. Let's get some of those crazy stories coming out of Joburg. <laughs> it's the first thing. It's not that hard to do. Okay. I, I don't know. I feel like What's you your should... number? What? <sighs> to get pooped on in Dubai. It's all, I always... Rupert, what's your number? This is your job interview to get pooped on in Dubai. Bullions. 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 Him like him and the writer. No, no, but like imagine like fifty thousand rand could okay no change no. a life. Okay no, yeah like or like let's say like a hundred thousand rand like could like really change our lives. So that's the therapy afterwards. I just like I've got a few questions right. Where, who, and how. All of those are random. That's what makes it terrifying. But anyway, Choburg <laughs> turns into Dubai. Okay. Easy. Then we kind of scrap the rest of the country. Okay. We don't talk about it. It's just like, yeah, it's over there. We move the Kruger National Park okay. to Cape Town. Love that. No other reason. You've got everything Just now. like a free for all for wild animals. They must the roam streets? the streets. Okay. They must roam the streets. We should prove... You know, um, those they already do in Americans parts right. of Athlon. The tigers run uh, the, uh, the show. I was going to say, mm. the seals as well, they like to get around. So, I mean, why not? Turns, okay. Turn Cape Town into the safari experience you wish you had. I'm into that. Imagine that. Imagine like a giraffe on the end too. Majestic. Majestic, some would say. It is. That's the okay. worst idea I've ever had. Somehow okay. that made more funny sense in my head. <laughs> And my last one okay. is keep doing, do a Kirsten Bosch concerts every day with the exact same people that have been playing for the last 15 years. <laughs> Who wants to listen to the Parlotones? You do. You just don't know Me. it. <laughs> Goldfish, yes. Yes, Goldfish are a massive brand at the moment. Kirsten Bosch have... What, what, <laughs> what, what Goldfish are headlining Ultra. See. More on that later, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Chloe Archer just dragging local artists. I wasn't. I was saying that Kirsten Bosch does have a really good lineup. Sure, it's been the same people that have been, I was going to say podcasting there for 15 years, singing there for 15 years. There's a reason why people go back. That's true. And I'm a shout out to Goldfish. You know, people are always in the band at school. And then you're like, what are these guys doing after school? Goldfish shows you can travel the world with a saxophone. There are also people at the traffic lights that say you can travel Cape Town with a trumpet. But hopefully you're more goldfishy than, than trumpety. Anyway, speaking about music festivals, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Ultra South Africa. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Not to be confused with Ultramel, the custard. <laughs> this is Ultra South Africa. I, when we first got the email, I was ecstatic. <laughs> to get just, you know, cupboards full of Ultramel. Also a great brand, but not as good as Ultra. Not as good as Ultra. So we've been told before, right, that our sponsorship reads have been too off the cuff, a bit too wild. Too made up. Um, Did not feature the brand. Did uh, not talk about the brand. Sam was shirtless. <laughs> if anyone Fair. remembers the Manscaped era, era, it was unhinged. Wasn't good. So, so I've got ChatGPT. To, to write one. My boy. 
What did ChatGPT tell us about it? Okay, so before before I read it, okay, I said, um, write something for me for like a comedy podcast. Make it seem unscripted, right? Authentic. Um, Why yeah. are you telling people this? I'm just saying like the tone. Okay. So <laughs> they've, they, they've written. Now, you know me. I love a good laugh. And what better way to do that than with a great music and fantastic people. I'm a big fan of Ultra South Africa, and I've been to the events before, and I can tell you, they're always a blast. The music, the energy, the vibes, everything's top-notch. Wow. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Uh, Chat GPT. What are you thinking? What are you thinking, you idiot? Now, you, you think you're going to replace me? <laughs> Think again. You probably need a, you know, what a, what, what, what an intense failure of AI. E Elon Musk, just eat a, eat a carrot. But wow. Yeah. Um, that is like it. your weird uncle talking to you. I must say. You know me. I love a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? The music, the energy, the vibes, everything is just top notch. Top notch, chappy. <laughs> what the hell? But... <laughs> force a segue here ultra i've been to ultra yes it is something else granted this was a while ago but as i fell in love at ultra for the first time or maybe it was an infatuation <laughs> who knows with that beautiful music in the air alcohol on your lips it was a special time <laughs> do i miss her absolutely um do i miss that memory no it lives on forever and that was courtesy of ultra so if you want to make memories of your own, head down on the 10th of March <laughs> to Kenilworth Racecourse <laughs> in Cape Town. Racer. And if you're in Joburg, we know we've got a lot of Varleys listening. You're on the 11th of March in Johannesburg. Do I know where in Johannesburg? No. I know it's just scary there, so it's probably in a private estate. <laughs> so enjoy it there. On some farm. I miss it. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah that's what she would say but well, no that's actually what she said to me um and that's how it ended at ultra, at ultra. it did it was a, it was a short uh, love affair of 12 hours <laughs> some of the best goddamn time of my life but anyway coming back to ultra there's a very exciting lineup very exciting goldfish you sound titillated at the prospect <laughs> we've got goldfish timmy trumpet We've got Alesso Fisher, Oliver Holdens. I love Od Oliver Holdens. Name one song. Um, Gecko. Of the <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that uh, him? <laughs> I think the biggest drawing card here is Fisher. If you don't know Fisher, what are you even doing? Rupert, you know Fisher? He's performing. He's He wants he's a ticket. Performing. You could be Rupert at Fisher. What is that he does? He's just he's just cool. Uh, there's not much more to say. Fisher sells himself. And you know when Zakes Batweeny, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Grammy Award winning Zakes is not even a headliner. That's when you know. Primo, top notch. Mm -hmm. It's an international quality event and it's, it's happening here on our very own doorstep. Our very own doorstep. They tried to call us ultranauts. I said, hey, I'll take your money, but there's a line. <laughs> there is a line. So I, I want to be an ultranaut. Oh, well, we are. And we've got a, a giveaway happening. So keep your eyes on our social media. And yeah, very exciting times. You could even see us there. Not that that would be, you'd be like, hey, that's them. And then we'd have an awkward conversation. And uh, 
we'd go our separate yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, we'd move on from that. So, um, but you, you last winter when it was ultra was on the ostrich farm. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's now on a horse farm or where horses race. <laughs> so they've kept, they've kept, the, they've gone they've, back to basics. They've kept it thematic. Yeah. Because yeah. it was at Greenpoint Stadium for a while. Um, and I, now it's not. Yeah. yeah. I just, these, these festivals with the shuttles, like that whole situation just freaks it's me out. It's stressful. Yeah. yeah. I think it's nice that it's in Kenilworth, so close to everyone. You can get around, you can Uber, you can walk there. Can pop two steers afterwards. That's Come one on. thing. When you, when you drink, you can walk. Like you can walk anywhere when you're drinking, <laughs> but that, that's not, not to say you should. Um, it's obviously dangerous, but it's exciting. What were you trying to pepper then about steers? I was saying the steers is right down the road for little post jaw. Yeah. Steers and I have a lawsuit pending and we'll comment on that further when the the winner, they're not winners and losers in court. Well, I suppose they are. But no, I don't have a... Apparently when you go and cook at the back there with everyone and try and bring light and joy at two o'clock in the morning, that's a nuisance or you banned or you can't come in anymore. <laughs> No, so I don't go to that I one. Keep, I keep wondering when you pull up to the engine. I say, Sam, come in with me to get groceries. He says, I can't. They know me. I <laughs> know. <laughs> being chucked out of steers was like the only time I've been thrown out of anywhere. I was like literally like, like pavements, and you're like, rah, 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 and then you you're on the ground. But patty in hand. <laughs> it was because of um, modular. I accept zero responsibility for that, mm-hmm. and all the you up texts I sent that evening. So <laughs> if you've screenshotted that. I feel nothing. Send it to Modular <laughs> because uh, you can't touch me. <laughs> anyway, you know, it's, it's all right. Anyway, Rupert, do you have any fun stories of you going out? I'm not exactly uh, on camera. No, but that but face for radio does apply. <laughs> no, you can go on. Okay, no stories go from on. Rupert. He's actually very good looking. Mm. He is. He is good looking. <laughs> we gotta get Rupert mic'd up. I think um, that'd be that'd be nice in But Rupert did mention to us about steers. They've got a steers at every jaw location. It's they know real. what they're about. So if you think about it, Claremont, Village Idiot, and Rupert's in his comments says, I truly feel for the employees on the night shift. Ha ha. <laughs> um, my brother recently saw a heavily intoxicated meal eat. A heavy intoxicated <laughs> male eat two steers meals that simply were not his. He then you, he then continued to put Thousand Island sauce all over the counter and eat it with his hands. Thirty minutes later, he returned to Village Idiot. Comeback of the year, some would say. Is this your friend? Okay, we won't name names. Um, In the beginning, it sounded like ChatGPT. Now he's got more things. Now he just writes Tin Roof. Info from younger brother in brackets. Don't worry. I'm not 25 years old going to Tenerife. Thanks, Rupert. Dirtiest place on... Dirtiest, worst place on earth, quite frankly. The latest trend seems to be people being barefoot in roof. Jeez. You'll contract something worse than athlete's foot in there. Ten rand drink specials. How is that even possible? So as you can see, Rupert is a big um, uh, contributor and he even has opinions on Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch, oh weak. Still going as on as it was in previous years, perhaps even more wild than before. Samuel, speak about huge flock towards Stellenbosch this year amongst Cape Town High School students. Far more than previous Stop years. Reading. 
<laughs> is the LARPer still a thing? He raises some good points, and that's why you know we pay him the big bucks. <laughs> Speak about is this migration to Stellenbosch a thing? Hmm. What are some of the leading factors we must investigate? But no, he's. It's been great. So if you thought any of those were pertinent or impressive, or you want to hear more, DM him, and I'm sure he'll he'll give you the full story. But back to South African tourism because you know our ideas were heinous. So you know, the flip side of that is that you can always be a tourist yourself. It's true. You don't always have to be the country hosting. You can you can be the tourist. So um, business tech wrote a fantastic article about places you can travel where the rand is stronger than the local currency. Love that. We love that for us. So it did also mention that South Africa's had a tumultuous, a fantastic word, 2022, dealing with one of the world's most volatile currencies, record high petrol prices, inflation, and an increasing cost of living. So it has been tough for the South African. It has been tough, yeah. You are lucky enough to rub a couple of discovery vitality travel you know tokens together Mm -hmm. then these countries could be for you do you know what and and these countries i also just feel are in line with like the visas that we can get correct Mm -hmm. absolutely correct yeah because they won't let us into nice places (laughs) it's true they just say you are too poor for that before i read this list i was like these are just going to be countries where you know it's quite likely that you'll die in them or as likely. I, yeah, I was going to say people might say that about South Africa. That's true. Okay, but some some of these countries, Argentina. That's exciting. That's somewhere I'd really like to go. Colombia, not so much. No offense. But hold on, Chloe. There's more. Okay. So the, what this whole study did, or you know, research did, is that it, it wants to show you what bang for your buck you'll get. So in Argentina, to eat at to eat out at an inexpensive restaurant, 110 rand. Not too bad. Cappuccino, 27 rand. Bang on point. Draw uh, a beer, 30 rand. I, I don't know. Is the rand stronger? <laughs> that seems... Of course the rand is stronger. That's the whole point of this insert in the no, article. No, no, yes, for sure. But like <laughs> cappuccino, 26 rand, that's about what it costs here. Yeah. It's not above what it costs here. Yeah. Cappuccino no, here. about oh. what it costs here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're the right. The only thing here is that the average taxi trip per kilometer... Is 12 rand 63, which I think is lower. It's fantastic. Yeah. Colombia, you know, a restaurant, 52 schmackaroonies. Cappuccino, 18 rand. Beer, Mm -hmm. 17. So that is unbelievable. So Colombia (laughs) looks good. I'm also sure that you know what's about in Colombia. If you're listening, that's not going to make any sense. But if you're watching, you know what I'm talking about. Thailand, not my favorite place in the world. Been there. I think the extent of Thailand's influence on the world, you're in grade seven, you say to someone, what's the capital of Thailand? They say Bangkok, you punch them in the dick. (laughs) Is that the greatest contribution that they've made on the world? Probably. And it's also a bit more expensive there. And then you say, fuck it, like Phuket. Oh, there you go. You say, there's a comedy gold uh-huh. waiting in, um, in Thailand. South yeah. Korea, a place I'd love to go. I see this. A cappuccino is going to cost you 63 rand. When did you get to be from Bovel there? <laughs> <laughs> My rental cost is CY, so I'm just channeling it. What did you say a cappuccino costs? 
63 rand. But that's in South Korea. The mm. other places were touch and go. That's true. But like, isn't the rand meant to be stronger? Why are we paying mm. so much for a cappuccino? Yeah, one rand is 73 ones. Not a one in my opinion. <laughs> mm. Anyway. <laughs> and then Mauritius, which is very nice, but also expensive. I, I paid like, like 300 rand for a sandwich there once. And when I say I paid, my dad did. <laughs> Um, I was young at the time. It was last year. So it's, 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 you know, there are some options. It's exciting, you know, or be a tourist in your own country. That's what we always say. People always say that, but like, do you ever really do that? It depends. Like if you've got generational wealth and property located around coastal areas in South Africa, yes. It's true. Um, when, but otherwise, it is quite tough. When last did you do a red bus tour? Never. Exactly. So, bro, I drive the. I'm, I'm sitting behind it. I'm the, looking at the a same thing. Experience, you get like you know some audio popped into your ears. I'm, I'm like, seeing the same things. So, if you look over to the. <laughs> yeah, the mic situation. <laughs> it's just next. Level. I just feel like you need that experience. I was on a run the other day. It was hot, eh? but it was also very windy. And then I saw a red bus tour, and I was like, ah! And they all waved back at me, and that made me smile. I was just about so. to say that I love waving at them. I it, I don't wave at anyone do, else, but I'm like, hello, welcome. You know, do, yeah, I see that. I'm like, I'm like, welcome. And then, and then I imagine what they say in their heads is, wow, Capetonians, you know, they're so nice, hey? They probably they're do. They're so welcoming. I've, so. The other day, I'm not even joking. Someone walked past and they waved and they they wound the window down into the bus that can wind windows down. Okay. <laughs> they didn't want, they just like motion that they were going to speak to me. And then I literally just went, Mandela. And I don't know what came over me. <laughs> what did Mandela, <laughs> they want. I don't know. I just kind of hit them with the main points. But anyway, speaking of senior leadership positions, UCT um, opened a couple of weeks ago. Well, when I say opened, it didn't. They had yeah. protests. Didn't really, yeah. And now there's big news with the vice chancellor. It is UCT's vice chancellor Paking has avoided suspension by UCT. By coming to agreement of a lucrative early retirement package, basically I saw someone say uh, she jumped before she was pushed. I was about to say that. <laughs> that was Rebecca Davis from the Daily Maverick. <laughs> she knows how to string a sentence together. She knows a thing or two about <laughs> wordplay. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's all a bit murky because there's talks of like a 12 million rand severance package, bullying, um, an internal investigation. It's all pretty crazy. It's sending the wrong signs. You know, if you're a grade six watching this and you think I can get 12 million rand for bullying people, what sort of message are we sending to the youth? <laughs> you know, so, um, but no, there's been lots of, and like anything in South Africa, it's impossible to understand what's happening. You know, they're Peking supporters, they're sort of UCT board supporters, you know, they're UCT Ike Tiger supporters. Varsity Cup Rugby is just starting. That's very exciting. But <laughs> yeah, apparently over 37 people have come forward with bullying complaints. That's a lot of people to bully. <laughs> like if your school bully put up those numbers, he'd be MVP. <laughs> like free transfer to another school, scholarship away, but... You, the streets would never forget. Yeah. 37. Wow. You know, she's caused, well, allegedly. 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 But um, more than half of the senior leadership um, like board at UCT has resigned over the last four years. Wow. That's not a good sign. That's like forcing people out of school. But she's going to receive a 12-month payout of her annual salary of 
form, I'm not doing the Jacob Zuma. I'm just seeing a lot of numbers swirling around. Just a year. Around 4 million rand in addition to an early retirement lump sum of around 8 million rand. So... What? 12 and a half mil, 13 mil. I, imagine like... It's a good the, life. What a life. <laughs> that is like the worst way to be told off. So you still get what you'd make for the year. And then you're told to take a year-long sabbatical where you can basically just go on holiday for a year and get paid double what you would have been paid for that year. So she's basically being paid for three years. Mm. Um, That's fantastic. I, you know, actually, just, shout out, Peking. What a beast. No. Something that, to aspire to. Goodness. That is just crazy to me. And for UCT to be in so much debt, um, numbers are going around that it's like hundreds of millions of rand. It's but crazy. that's also what I find interesting. It's like, um, and again, this could be said about a lot of people in senior management positions, black, whites, across racial lines, across coastal lines, blah, 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 blah. But um, Peking was heralded by the sort of um, you know, the core student group at UCT because she was on their side, progressive, da-da-da. Mm. And then you take, and then with all these fee blocks, res issues, all these money issues, doesn't look great to be taking 12, 13 million rand oh. in, the, in the middle of that. And again, like if Max Price was the VC at the time in the exact same situation with bullying claims, uh, it would he'd be crucified yeah. because he's a white man. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it, it does just seem like very... It's tough for us whites, aren't you? It's real tough. <laughs> it not, not quite saying that, but it um, yeah, it's, it's just very weird yeah. that she's getting paid that much. And I mean, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but like she's crazy on Twitter. Like, she is. Like, she's like a social media for star. For real, yeah. for real. Oh, no. I, a, we must put that video of her skydiving. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're going to insert It's it. the funniest thing I've ever watched. Fucking with the in the 12 million rand hits. Yes! Yes! Yeah! Woo! Oh! And then she, it literally sounds like she's like, I don't know, it sounds erotic. Okay, I mean, she's yeah. like, yes! Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So we've covered a hell of a lot mm, i i think we need to be we just needed just dabble in a bit of global news i think some good news and it was the good news you told me because in a okay. country like south africa it's extremely prevalent and i think it's when you know something good happens it's it's good to spread it we gotta talk about it yes yeah. and whilst it's not good to spread hiv it's good to spread good news about hiv exactly well said <laughs> first person in the world has been cured of hiv Unbelievable. Unbelievable and so super awesome. Wonderful. W wunderbar. Wunderbar. Were they um, German? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Double wunderbar. Uh, yeah. So researchers <laughs> are announcing that a 53-year-old man in Germany has been cured of HIV. He's been referred to as the Dusseldorf patient. Um, so basically how this happened, it's like really cool and super interesting. He... Um, was uh, diagnosed with cancer and he was undergoing cancer treatment. Yeah, the man had it all. I know, it's crazy. So he had HIV and cancer, and which can often, you know, sort of go hand in hand. Um, and basically he was undergoing chemotherapy, but he also underwent a stem cell transplant. And the stem cells that he got were from a person who is 
HIV, so some people are HIV resistant, wow. not immune, but it's part of their stem cells. So when he had this transplant, his body, sort of his stem cells adapted to be HIV resistant and it worked HIV out of his body. That's amazing. It's so super awesome. What, what, what a win for the world. And that's, that's really exciting. So that's, that's, that makes me feel a bit better. It does. Something that also makes me feel a bit better, it gave me a little giggle, um, Taliban bureaucrats have complained about working all day. They miss the days of jihad. Wow. You couldn't make this shit up. <laughs> That's the wildest thing I I've hate heard. working. Do you hate working? Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't it more fun when we were just blowing shit up? Yeah. Oh, well, send the email. You know, we got things to do around here. <laughs> it's literally the craziest thing. This one guy was saying that he said he's complained that he's now addicted to the internet and Twitter. <laughs> and he, and he Join says, the club, baby. And, and then someone else said, he said, because um, I mean, they're basically running like a bureaucracy now. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they've taken over. It's now government. Done, they're like, yeah. when people are hungry, we have to organize food. It's fucked up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's almost like you've got a job. I know. but it's. I just think that it's like, quite ironic that like you know desk jobs <laughs> being like the demise of the taliban it's true it's like oh, but it's pretty this is funny the worst. It, it's, it's pretty funny and it's come to about that time of the show where we don't take a bite just yet but we cover a bit of excuse me if that is so we're gonna call it early but it comes to that time of the show where we do a little bit of sports <laughs> so what we didn't cover last week is that timber bavuma has been announced as the Proteus Test Captain, which makes him the first black person to captain Proteus, but not the first person of color, because of course we had Hashim Amla and Ashwell Prince, both at different uh, stages of the career, captain the Test side. But it's a massive, you know, step for South Africa. I think, you know, to be represented by guys like Bavuma, Sia Khaleesi on the global mm -hmm. stage, is great and Rupert wrote our, I mean our intern he wrote a hit piece on Bavuma um, just based on a statistical analysis but I won't have it I'm not reading any of the stats because <laughs> Temba Bavuma is not a statistical choice he's a feeling and in South Africa we operate off feelings and Bavuma is bay Bavuma is bay and Bavuma got that bunda and you, like I said earlier in the show you don't argue with bunda bunda tells you what's happening so I think I do think he'll be a successful test captain. He's our number one test batsman at the yeah. moment. So is he Graham Smith in terms of scoring runs? Is he Steve Smith? You know, no. Mm -hmm. Let's be brutally honest. But is he a great test cricketer? 100%. And I think, you know, the nation needs to get behind him in terms of Protea Fire. And they're in a massive rebuilding phase anyway. So I think it's a nice opportunity. See, you know what I found interesting getting looks from the back again the <laughs> script writers they how old do you think Bavuma is I think he's probably about 32 okay Chloe when I look at a bunda it's like you know a person who cuts open a tree and they look at the rings I look at the wrinkles of a bunda <laughs> the cellulite and I'm able to tell you the bounce <sighs> the tush the tuchus and I can tell you how old someone is I don't even have to see a naked bunda. Can okay. be clothed. Just, just through the clothes. The tightness of the jeans, the recoil. 
It's all very important. Okay, I think this needs to be a segment on the next podcast. I'm just going to find pictures of celebrities' bums. Celebrities just, are hard because they've had work. No, no, no. Mm. And I'm not going to tell you who they are. And Sam will have to guess how old they are. I'll guess that bunda. Okay, sure. You, I'll never miss. Sure. Okay. I'm ex- I'm excited for next week. You will get me with the occasional boy bunda. You know, because it's hard to tell if a guy's got a good ass. Sometimes it's tough. Is it bully bum? <laughs> it is most certainly not bully bum. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. It sounds but a bit too close to bully bum. You can you can see. Sometimes I've been in the in the line at the bank, and. I've looked at a pair of jeans and said, like, damn, that ass. And then you look slightly up and it's like a 35-year-old man. And that's, I mean, confusing and you have to grapple with sexuality and identity whilst you you wait to transact or change banks, which I'm trying to do, but it takes a while. But anyway, enough there. The interesting thing about Dean Alga is apparently he's got one of the highest win records as a South African test captain and now he's been stripped of the captaincy. Um Rupert really wanted that to be in. So, well done, Rupert. Highest since Ali Bafa. Highest since... Highest since Ali Bafa. You heard it there. You heard it there first. So, thank you, Rupert. <laughs> we do, of course, Chloe, have the ICC Women's T20 World we Cup. Do. Have you watched any matches? I watched a little bit. Oh, yeah. Who's playing? I don't know. I just... I did watch a little bit. I why should I need to know the names? Hmm? I don't even know the names of the male players, so. But I did watch a bit with okay. you guys. Who would you say the goat of women's cricketers? Whoever you guys were saying. Okay. Elsie. I rest my case. Elsa. Woman, you got to do more for yourselves. I'm not into cricket. I've never claimed to be into cricket. I find it very boring to watch. That's what some of the top female it, it, cricketers in the world say. They also say, "I hate it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying no, no, I don't even no. watch I don't even watch men play cricket it's not a no so the goat is Elise Perry there you go she's the goat Elise she's a true all-rounder and but again you know they question marks because is this part of the patriarchy you know are we calling her the goat because she's hot yes partly. she's also very good but yeah. I'm saying, are we, do we, you know, Rupert and Bishops and all his friends, do they know who Perry is because she's unbelievable in terms of there's, there's a break in the innings, someone needs a wicket, who puts their hand up? Perry wants the ball, takes a couple of wickets, changes the face of the game, 20 runs to get, two overs, who comes in, Perry gets a job done. Or is it because she looks like a flame I think, in the red carpet? I'll be honest, I think it's a bit of both. She's very talented and she's stunning. That is actually, I've seen a few OnlyFans bios that say exactly the same thing. <laughs> no, Very but talented and stunning girls. Click this link. I, th- ah, I think the Women's T20 World Cup has been fantastic. It's Newlands has been humming. Some of the un- other grounds are a bit uh, less quiet, uh, a, bit, a bit more quiet. But a great advert for the game. The standard of cricket is great, which is fantastic to see. And again, it's like anything. You just have to make people care about stuff. If there are more eyeballs on it, if you spend enough time letting, getting us, you know, letting us know who these people are yeah. across, you know, sort of gender, people will be more interested. So. I think it's been a great success. South Africa, the time of recording, are about to take on England, England in the semi-final. So we'll be watching them and we, we hope it goes well for our... What are they called? The women. 
Proteinas, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the because no, everyone has a different name. Uh, let me see. Let's call it. They're the Proteas. You are, you guys, so, you girls, guys, and what is gender? The Proteas. Let's <laughs> see. Fingers get on it. Fingers is typing away. Uh, it just says South Africa Women's National Cricket Team. There we go. They must so. have a name though, surely. Surely, brother. Surely, I can't, I can't see what they're called. They must be proteas as well. They're they got a little. By pick and pay. They got so um, <laughs> well, our last thing we want to chat about, and then we really have to wrap it up, is of course very exciting event that's happening in Cape Town: the Formula E. Yes, Formula E, Saturday the twenty fifth of Feb. Meow. That's what you're going to be hearing all over Cape Town. And will we be there? No, it's a little bit too expensive. Will we try and maybe watch from the top of Signal Hill? Sure. Um, but it is exciting. It is exciting. Um, you know, are we a joke to you? Who the hell has an electric-based racing event in South Africa? <laughs> I want to know how big the inverters are in the paddock. Because can you imagine during what was that voice? Can you imagine during the race and all of a sudden the the grid just goes ah no Cherine. That's what they're doing <laughs> in the day because they know we cannot roll the dice. Also, if you are driving this weekend, there's that one circle at Green Point. Remember to yield to your right. <laughs> it's just you know, I know you go yield to your right. Just helping. Sure. There's a there's a South African competing. He's looking to score his first points. So we're not overly optimistic. <laughs> All right. I also just think it would be the funniest activation if they just got a, like a taxi driver in there. They just put because he's not go, he's not exiting the chicane. He's fucking the chicane up, and he's you know, <laughs> the Hachi's outside taking money. He jumps back in. They close the door. Are they at the back? Of course they are. They're in a taxi. What sort of world do you live in? That a taxi can compete with these cars. But it, it imagine, that's who we'd support. Get the South African into a taxi. He scored zero points. Is he going to score points? Fuck no. But we wish him all the best, uh, Dan Tickham. You're the guy. No? Linda, you're the guy. You're going to get it done. But I do also think we could substitute you or substitute your vehicle. You'd go big. You'd do big numbers online. That's so funny. Pivot into an OnlyFans and then a bang bus in the end. Full circle. A taxi in Formula E. Calvin Funder Linda racing for ABT will be banking on some home ground advantage to score his first season points. He's coming off a did not finish in the previous race. And as Rupert says, it's not looking good, bruv. It's not looking good. What's with like South African races ending with Inda? We've got Brad Binder, Funderlinder. That's it. That's all that, I got. That, <laughs> <laughs> just the, just the I was the, you, I just... Charles Leclerc in the... <laughs> Verstappen <laughs> and so it's it's exciting. Babunda, Babunda, Babunda. So, but there are some big names out here. We've got Jaguar, McLaren, Maserati, and you know, the most famous collaboration of all time, or maybe the the funniest collaboration of all time: Tag Heuer Porsche. So basically, if you're from Santon, this is your team. Yeah. <laughs> You see, Rupert, not all jokes bang. So we'll take that one out and we'll speak about it after the recording. Because <laughs> you've called it the most pretentious collab of 2023. Hell, 
you could be right <laughs> but it's exciting they're djs uh, i always love how people are like they'll be djs and people are like Woo! who are the djs unless it's fish at ultra because then you got to get a fucking ticket <laughs> and i'll tell you something that's about it <laughs> what a wonderful experience today has been it's been a it's been a long episode we haven't done one that's been this long in a while i haven't felt it to be honest bulletproof i just think it's rupert he brings a good energy we're going to get him let us know if you, we should get him a mic for the next episode. I think because, we should. Okay, we'll get him. A, we won't. We won't film him, so he can. He doesn't have to worry about that. We'll just give him a mic, and he can interject. And you know, I think he's very funny. He, he's working. I think it'd be great. He's working for us uh, for a month before he, he he spreads his wings and he looks to take over the podcast world in England. Mew. So thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. It was a pleasure to be had. Bye, you. Um. Please. Again, send those bunda pics if you want me to rate how old you are. Uh, unless you're what? Cool. Samuel? <laughs> you said that was part of the no, show. No, that sounds so yeah, sus. Yeah, uh, it does sound... Um, send me pictures of... Sus King signing out. We'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.